money follows value. And so one thing that I think we can teach kids is number one, money can buy certain things, but how you get the money, like teach them how did they get the money, how they can obtain the money is, is very much by working on themselves and working on like always finding opportunities. And so one of my favorite TED Talks is why we raise our kids as entrepreneurs yep. by Cameron Harold. And he just gets people like, get your kids to learn that failing's okay. Get them to speak to other people. Get them to sell to other, because it's like, if you can teach a kid curiosity and entrepreneurship. That's where the creativity will come. Like, and that's where money will come. And so that, and then I would teach them the discipline of saving. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Welcome back to the Better Wealth Show. And in today's episode, or really video, gosh, it has been such a long time since I've been in the studio. It's been a while. And I'm glad you can remember how to speak. I, I did. And then I remembered that we're switching things to YouTube instead of the podcast. And so I'm, I'm opening up all mumble jumbled, but I am really excited to be back. And I actually asked Caleb to come into the studio to do videos with me because one of the things we're doing here at Better Wealth is we're restructuring some of the way in which we're providing content for you guys. And one of them that he's kind of charged the team with is those who are experts. Let's bring on, let's make sure that as we talk about intentional living, that we're really diving into the areas that we're passionate about, that we love. And mine is kids. Yes. Um, I love kids. Shocker. So, <laughs> shocker. You know, as a, I am a licensed teacher. And one of the things that I absolutely love is to teach. And being here at Better Wealth, it's been really convicting because I know that finances and money and all those things have not been a great foundation in my life. And so as I've been working here at Better Wealth, I've really enjoyed the conviction and the challenge to teach my children something different. And I know that there are other parents and entrepreneurs that we work with and yep. people who are saying, how, how do I do this for myself? And then yep. we see our children want them to take a different path. So I'm really excited because I have a few episodes and kind of some different, um, like a little mini series on kids. And so I brought Caleb into the studio today because I want him, he doesn't have kids yet, him in April. I know it's coming. So <laughs> well, no, no announcements no anytime soon, but maybe, yeah, we'll see. You jinxed us there. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we all have bets behind. No, um, what we're going to do is I want to have Caleb get in the face of some kids. Cause what we, what I want to do is we're going to react to a video that I found really interesting. It's, you know, it's both cute cause it has kids, but at the same time there's principles behind it with money. Yeah. So I have a video on kids and some of the darndest things they say about money. And so we're going to go ahead and watch a video. Um, it's going to be broken into a couple parts because there's different concepts. And I really want to get Caleb's first reaction really to what kids are saying and then have us have a dialogue so that parents you at home can also have that dialogue. So here we go. We're going to react to this video and kids say the darndest things about money. Paper. Go buy food and drink ice cream paperwork. Money is something you use to buy things. Money is stuff that you can, people can use to buy things with. If you don't have money, you can't live with it, then you die. You can fix cars and then you can get, you get a little bit of money. Okay. I only want a little bit of money. I don't want a lot of money. Geld is what jy, is iets wat jy kry wanneer jy werk lewe. Money to me is something that I used to buy. Anything. 
Thank you, Ice cream and suckers and cigarettes and... No way. <laughs> My initial reaction is kids are really smart because they, they pick up on, on things like paper. You buy things. Someone's mentioned like you get that for what you work for. And, and so it's, it, what's interesting, and even that little kid at the end that said cigarettes, what are the chances that his family smokes and like all that? So it's like, it's really interesting that kids are watching us and they're tying money to something that we call cash flow. It's like, if you don't have money, you can't eat. I think one of the kids said that and it's, it's very, very true. And so one of the things that I think of is like, I wonder what they would say with cash flow. They probably wouldn't even know what that is, but money they see is something like a, something paper that they buy things for. And I would love to take it one step further and help them understand that money is essentially a scoreboard or is a debt to value. And, and yes, when you work, you provide value, but you can also do other things like invest and, and, and that is value that money comes from. So a very, very, very cute video. Yeah, I think it's what's funny is when it opens up, it opens up to paper. These are kids from around the world. Yeah. It opens up that they recognize that it's it's something paper. It is something tangible. Um, I think in a different video, you know, they talked about it's a card. Yeah. You know, and so the idea of money is is not necessarily fully there, but they know that it's something that is tangible and that it can be paid for. I think that the common language there is that you buy things with it. Yep. And that right there, what we don't realize is that kids will solidify their understanding of life yeah. by age 12. And so wow. when you have kids observing that money is just something that you buy the things you want, what I noticed is all the things that they thought you could buy, yep. a lot of them were the things that, again, like you say, Yep. Or what they're observing their parents buy. They don't observe what goes on yep. behind the scenes when they're in bed about budgeting and tracking money and looking at the bank account. What they're yep. seeing and what they're observing That's is right. buying. They're, your, your kids, a lot of times, are just seeing the highlight reel or the good, good or bad. They're not seeing the work or the discipline that goes behind it. Right. So, so for me, if you had a kid here, if you had Tirza here, my little, yeah, we should have her in the studio. We, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought I, that's another series. That one will be interesting. Um, I tell me, how would you describe to these kids money uh, if it goes beyond just buying it? Based off of your philosophy, what what we teach here at Better Well, this is a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, I would go back to our framework, and our our central framework is starting with you. What do you want? All this stuff. And I know she's how old is she? Three, yeah, four, five. Okay, yeah. wow. Okay, so it's, the first, the first thing would be like we have to have some type of goal, I, and I don't. That's where I maybe struggle with is I don't know how to relate with a five-year-old. Um, but but we would just essentially, I think the kids are on the right track. Like it would be like this: this money can buy certain things, but you need to do something for it. There needs to be some type of um, behavior, work. There needs to be something. Again, I would try to as soon as possible, help under, like understand value creation. Uh, I know that's a tough word to understand. I know that um, it's even now considered like not appropriate to teach at school and all that. I won't even get into that. But it's like money follows value. And so one thing that I think we can teach the kid, kids is, number one, money can buy certain things, but how you get the money, like teach them how did they get the money, how they can um, ob obtain the money is is very much by working on themselves and working on like always finding opportunities. And so one of my favorite TED Talks is why we raise our kids as entrepreneurs yep. by Cameron Harold. 
And he just gets people like, get your kids to learn that failing's okay. Get them to speak to other people, get them to sell to other, because it's like, if you can teach a kid curiosity and entrepreneurship. That's where the creativity will come. Like, um, and that's where money will come. And so that, and then I would teach them the discipline of saving. So the importance of tithing, the importance of saving, the importance of tracking, that that's what I would try to get across to kids. But I would, you better believe my kids are going to be selling something door to door when they can walk and talk, because I just think it's, it's just going to be amazing um, to learn how to fail, how to try to sell things, how to talk to people that are a lot older than you. Uh, it's something that I'm grateful that I had an opportunity to do. And I wish I was challenged more when I was young to do that. Right. And something that I heard you say that I, I want to wrap up this episode with and, and this video with is uh, I don't remember having these conversations. I remembered learning through osmosis, right? It's yeah. the belief that you're this sponge and yep. this sponge is going to just soak it in. And, and we know that here looking at kids, they do. Yep. And so the good, the bad, the ugly, they'll soak it in. And so if we want our children to do different, we have to have these conversations, even if we don't feel smart enough yep. or wise enough to to quite articulate it to their age, like you said, that dollar, even taking that dollar to my daughter Tirza and talking about what money is. It's more yep. than just paper. Mommy had to earn it. Daddy yep. had to earn it. And we are going to be good stewards of it. That money conversation is something we have to have regardless of the age yep. because we will raise and shape their framework. Here's one last thought is when I was young, my mom had this thing called the blessing beans. Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was interesting because she had two two theories and it'd be interesting to get her on to talk to her about this. She did not want to do allowance because she didn't she didn't want us to feel like entitled, like, oh, you're doing work around the house, so I'm going to pay you. Um, but at, on the flip side, the cool thing about giving allowance is you're teaching your kids some like how to manage money and save money. But what she did do is do something called the blessing jar. And, and essentially anything that we would do, if we would be nice to our siblings, if we would do work around the house, if we would finish our school or something, I, I don't really remember what it was, we would get blessing beans. And then she, we would have the ability to cash out those blessing beans for other things. Uh, I remember the most expensive one was like a date night with mom or dad or something. And we would have like a, have a sheet. We were all very young, but it, I think it taught us again, we do things value. We get something for it. We could save it. We could, you know, the, the more we save, the higher we could cash things out. And then, you know, some of my siblings would just, you know, buy things, you know, whatever. And again, I forget the, the sheet. The irony of that is I actually never spent a blessing bean and, and it, the program went away. And so I, I had, I just, I have this thing where I love to amass. I, I love to just save up things. And so that's kind of ironic, not, not really ironic, but it's very much like I am now is like, I'm a saver. So I don't know if that taught, taught me saving or if it just showed that I was a saver at a young age. And as a teacher, I think it really did. Again, we want to try to help. I'm going to have some different things uh, available for you in, in, in the episode show notes, because we, um, depending on the age, those blessing beans are great for the younger age to, to show them and begin the behavior of understanding that, you know, earning or working, they, they do receive something. It doesn't have to necessarily be money, but being able to have those concepts, the program probably got canceled because you got older. Um, yeah, maybe, <laughs> and and new lessons had to come. So there are age appropriate ways in which you teach these things. But again, you know, the goal here with money is 
have those conversations with your kid, no matter how little they are. Um, they will learn great habits when we have those conversations and we don't assume that they just learn um, by observing us because sometimes that can be both good and it can also be something that we don't want them to pick up. And so uh, I hope you like this episode. Again, my heart is kids and we want to partner with you guys as you guys begin to teach your children and learning better habits and raising children who really know what they want, how to live intentionally. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.